Path Girl, this is one of those moments where even though almost 24 hours has passed, I still am am trying to purge things from me mentally. Okay. What are we purging? I, well, I'm I'm purging kind of an unpleasant library encounter from last night. Oh no. Yeah, it, uh, you know, you know, homeless daycare is homeless daycare and uh <laughs> you can't you can't not expect some shit to surprise you every now and again. Mm-hmm. And but this one kind of did. And it wasn't it was it wasn't like someone shitting in a trash can or something like that. Not Aww. you know, not that I that that would not be surprising. That's probably <laughs> going to happen someday. But for me it was kind of close cuz it hit it hit me in a love spot. It hit me oh. it, it it challenged something that I that I value in my life and I feel very very sad about that. There was Aww. a there was a I was sitting there and I'm doing my thing and I'm in the corner I'm trying to fucking ignore people but there's people all over the place and there's a desk like literally 5 feet away from me. Mm-hmm. And it's empty and I hate empty desks at homeless daycare aka Burbank Library <laughs> because it's always like a crapshoot what's going to sit in that chair right at any given second. And uh, let's just say the numbers of the lottery were not in my favor last night. No. And all of a sudden, this stringy, old woman, crazy fucking homeless lady. I've seen her there before. Her hair's, you know, she's just, just not, not a, you know, life has not been well to her. Similar to myself, probably similar, shitty story. But she sits down, and. Uh, and Path Girl, there was a smell. Oh. But at first, mm-hmm. it was a challenge because the smell was just straight, overwhelming Vicks Vapor Rub menthol. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. But wait. But there's more. But there's more. Now then... Most perverted podcast listeners, and you know that I fucking love the smell of menthol. I literally have jars of, like, Chinese fire menthol that uh, Abyss gave me sitting next to me. I balance my phone on it every day. And then, like, when I get all mental, I just, you know, I fucking open the lid and I just, dude, I huff fucking menthol like a starving child huffing the smell of rich people food in the distance. Like, I fucking love menthol. So I'm, first off, instantly conflicted. Instantly conflicted. Like, first off, what the fuck is this bitch bathing in menthol? Like, it's just a wave. (laughs) Huh? She knows you. She's I, trying like, to hit on me, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> but the the problem was, is at first I'm like, hey, I like menthol. I can deal with mm-hmm. this. This is good. I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and enjoy it. But then your mind starts fucking with you. Like, this is something that's pure and beautiful to me. And here's this person. And there was like something sinister. Behind the veil of glorious menthol, there was a secondary smell 
that was conflicting with my love of menthol. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like sitting there, and all of a sudden, I feel my throat closing, and I oh, no. feel my gag reflex going, oh, no. and I'm like, and I'm like, is this, does this bitch like fucking rub this in her fucking pussy? Like, what is, what is the, I started gagging, and I'm trying oh. not to, because I don't want to be mean. Mm. I'll be mean on the show, but I don't want to be mean <laughs> to a fucking old homeless woman who mm. obviously has problems like I do, but dude, it was fucking wrong. <laughs> it was wrong. Like, I just start literally pitching, like, obviously she fucks herself in the ass with it, with her hand oh. in the bathroom, oh. and then wipes the hand. Like, I have that brain. Do you have a brain that does that? No, like, I, we can't have nice things in the boogie brain. I could just There's... imagine just like, come here, boogie. You like the menthol, don't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, you go. I got the menthol just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Gollum. <laughs> she kind of had a, a like a Gollum sister look. It was very, oh. very close. Menthol, menthol. <laughs> she goes, that's just the menthol. Harpitz's. Harpitz's. Burgesses, Lixes, Mama's purses. Yes, oh. the purses is the precious. <laughs> oh my God! I didn't know you did. This purses. <laughs> I didn't know you did call an impression. Uh, it's old. I actually early Fee was on oh. the show. I used to make Fee. I used to force Fee to come when we played by doing Schmeagol, and she hated that. But anyway, so this bitch was there for two minutes and then got up because crazy people, they sit down and then they move a lot. Yeah. I do it too. Um, And she left and I just, I don't know, Path Girl. Please, please, let's just, let's just not do that to Boogie anymore. Okay. It was nasty, bro. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. Just like. You, yeah, we used to, during autopsies, we would put Vicks Vapor Rub on our noses to get rid of, like, the decomp smell from the autopsies and stuff. But then you would just smell decomp and menthol. That's oh. what it was. That's what oh. it was. Oh. That's what it, that must have been what it was. This oh. bitch, like, died no, her vagina. An asshole oh. died, oh. like, 20 years ago. No. And she just no. covered up the fucking, the no. devastation no. that was her fucking stop, stop, stop. nether la, regions. La, 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 la. But was somehow still pumping blood through it so Ah. the smell could permeate and... Yes! No, no, because I'm actually smelling it now. I'm like, re- like remembering like the early autopsies I did, and just like I could, I could st- that that smell just lingers in your nose. Yeah, like, oh. that's what it was. You now know my pain. Oh, thank you for sharing it. You truly are a sadist. No more. You know, Let's... No, no more. But you know, you know, what we also forgot to do what. Start a show. <laughs> oh, this show started for me a long, long time ago. But we'll do the honorifics for the kids yes. at home. Yes, please. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And because you are responsible for yourself, there won't be another fucking warning. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame?
now that we have literally turned off every button to every player to our lovely show, except for Paddle Bob. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we not only gross you out, but we talk about sex, kink, BDSM, joy, magic, Vicks Vapor Rub, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster, all aboard the Hot Mess Express. I'm Path Girl. <laughs> Count Boogie, the Hot Mess Express is right. I actually wrote that down before you gave into that story, so it just works perfectly. <laughs> that, you know, I like it. The Hot Mess Express. Did you hear that somewhere? Yeah, there was somebody I was watching on YouTube. She was talking about like she was having a hard week, and she's like, I'm the conductor of the Hot Mess Express. Choo choo. <laughs> fucking credit. Give that. Sh- that's fucking a good line. I want to hear some of your wonderful, I had some, I mean, I've had some wonderful experiences with our uh, perverted podcast listeners. I had a really nice email exchange this morning with one of our Patreon supporters. She was really awesome. Uh, Made me feel real good about what we're doing. I mean, just obviously if anyone's, you know, not to, you know, manipulate people into joining our Patreon campaign, (laughs) but, uh, it is really forward slash perverted podcast, but anyway. thank you very much. Very good. Very good. Subtle plug. How we just get that in there. Not that we need the money. We don't. I'm rich. <laughs> but anyway, it was really nice to hear. It was really nice to hear from her and, and, uh, and have her say some really nice things about me and the show and, and, uh, what it means to her. Oh, and wow. the fact that her Dom, she's like kind of young and hot. And uh, her dom is 62, and she still thinks highly of him. So I think there's hope for me. And see, that busts your stereotype we talked about a couple of episodes ago where you're just like, oh, not all these young girls won't figure they're hot. But, you know, I told you there were some young girls that just really like older men. And it's not just for whatever they can give them. They truly like or love them for the relationship. This is awesome. Wait a minute. What did I say? You were talking a couple of episodes ago about how young submissive sometimes you, you thought at least that they wouldn't they're only into older doms because of what they can give them. It's just like, oh, they they don't really like them. You know what I mean? No, I don't think I ever actually said. I mean, there's surely a thing yeah. where there is there is a specific need and a specific desire um, to acquire information and new experiences the same way when I. Uh, played with older women when I was 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's absolute. I'm sure some of them like it. I mean, Mew was nuts. And, uh, <laughs> you know, up until just like a year or two ago, was still trying to get me to move in with her while she's at med school. So I know it's possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's just, you know, most of the time they, they do leave. Yeah, but there are some that don't. So like you said, there's there's, you know, for every... I, I, I look at it as a positive way of like there's always that that relationship that breaks the norm and it sounds like their theirs is working amazingly. So Well, I hope so, goddammit, and it's real nice. And because sometimes look at me, I'm gonna go for a segue here. Um oh. sometimes longevity in a relationship surprises you. And sometimes it, it works out. For me, most of the time, no, but every now and again you get a little distance on it, and I know somebody Somebody very close to me, somebody across a microphone from me, yes. that just experienced a milestone of uh, length of relationship with a certain guy. 
Who could that be? I have no idea. <laughs> it's you. I'm segueing to your fucking anniversary. I know, I know, I know. Yes, actually, um, I just celebrated my one year anniversary with Donis. So yay. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, and you know, it's just I look back at this last year and it's really amazing because for somebody like we went on our first date. It's going to sound so freaking cheesy, but I had that the first time I saw him, I had that, you know, the world kind of slows around you a bit. And it's like, oh, this guy's really cool. I think I like him. And then like the first time I kissed him, I was like, I did that Ghostbusters thing in my head where they, you know, she slams on the button. And it's like, we got one. And then like, <laughs> oh, but I mean, especially Andy when he bots. was, <laughs> when he, when he was telling me that he was interested in going into kink and I'm like, oh, I've been down this road before. And he really has surprised me left and right with him embracing the kink and embracing the lifestyle, not making me feel bad for it and stepping into it so well. And then even just the vanilla part of a relationship, everything's been going amazing. I mean, obviously it's not perfect, but in the past year I've been extremely happy and I'm very blessed to have him. So we had a nice, we went out to dinner at a Brazilian steakhouse place that's by us. That's just, Oh my God, the meat's amazing. And then had some really awesome, connective sex and uh but he did manage to like bite me into like almost an orgasm and stopped i'm like you fucker just oh my god just, <laughs> just i i mean once in a while i can get an orgasm from being bitten he was just biting me in the shoulders the back of my neck i'm like oh my god this is amazing and then he just like stops and flips me over i'm like no 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 go back to that please please <laughs> oh that's it's nice Yes, but that um, is, yeah, it was a good anniversary. I'm really looking forward to the, There were discussions about future plans, but there's still stuff in the way with my son in high school, and we'll see where the road goes. Wow, this sounds like it's getting kind of serious. Bites you to orgasm, and then uh, then discussions of uh, for happily ever after. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely have some plans that are, like, like cautiously laid out like we'd like to work towards this but there's nothing set in stone like oh yeah in, a year, in like two years or three years we're gonna move in together it's just you know but sure, we, we, sure. We're, we're moving toward that so that's yeah it's been a, it's been a good year i really can't complain well those concepts confuse the holy fucking fuck out of me <laughs> but uh but i you know i can uh intellectualize it and know that it's something that that you have said multiple times that that would be the type of relationship that you would love to be in one day yes. again. And, uh, and, and I hope that this does work out. I'm sure I joined all the perverted podcast listeners, except for the fucking few trolls that we have that <laughs> listen to us, uh, because they hate us, um, that, uh, we want you to win. And, and we, Donna seems, you know, over this year, of course, I am very, very cynical, and my eye has been open, you know, fucking the eye of Boogie Sauron has uh, has been laser pointing at this fuck and everything that you've said and every conversation that you've said. And uh, and I got to say, at the end of the first year, um, he really seems pretty genuine. Yeah. And and he has made a lot of improvements and he has picked up some kink skills. And and I think it's primarily been a real healthy relationship from you. You're you're you've been more level headed than I've known you in a while. <laughs> Going back to the earlier single conversations. Going back to had. Well, I mean, Ooh. you know, we all have our our crazy single alone time cuz when mm -hmm. you don't have that mirror to 
show all the time, like, and we talk about this on the show, where part of being in a relationship, if you want an authentic relationship, is that person is a mirror of every behavior that you exhibit. Everything you do is reflected on that person. And if you're looking, it smacks you right back in the face. So if you are genuinely trying to be a good person and do good things, that's going to come back and you're going to see that reaction. But if you have character defects and things that are shitty about you, that is going to glare right back at you as well. So uh, I, I just think as I've watched your reflections on Donis and from Donis, uh, I, it, I've seen you grow a lot and it's been pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, he's had a lot to do with that, but quite honestly, I'm going to throw it right back on you because, you know, we've been friends for years now and it's just, you supported me in all the times that I was single. And a lot of times you will tell me the things that I need to hear, but I don't want to hear. And sometimes you'll literally bash me over the head with, no, he's doing this. And it's just like, I may not want to hear it, but I need to hear it. And it needs to get in there. So that way the idea will get my brain and eventually I'll turn around and go, yeah, you know, Boogie might be right. You know, there's plenty of times that like, I'll tell you something and you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, and we'll just leave it as, okay, let's just leave it there. But there are other times where it's just like, like you know hours or days later i'll be like thinking about it oh did the conversation go wow yeah boogie's got a point there maybe i should look into that so you know i really do appreciate you know you taking that eye of sauron and like beaming it at me and going hey you need to look at this just to make sure (laughs) and and i think any you know friend that's trying to be a friend and not sabotage you you know, because there's there's bad agendas in that shit talking of relationships that people yeah. do in their friendships, too. But I think any friend and I don't think it's just me, but I think it's any good friend really wants to present that to their friend to have them see what they're not looking at. With Donis, it's been super minimal. Right. That's what I like about the guy is that. With your other relationships, I was like, this, 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 this. Here's a list. I'll fax it to you. Here's some fucking red drawings around big fucking danger signs. See the skull and crossbones? Yeah, that's you eating shit at the end of this. You know, fucking go to Staples, get it printed out, send it to you. But Donis has just been more like, hey, you know, remember, remember your head. Keep your head. And, and you know, you're feeling all lovey-dovey, but watch for these behaviors. And you were very Uh diligent about that. And I think that's one of the best things that I've learned in this lifestyle, um, that I didn't invent any of these points of view. These, these are all things I've learned from other people, the same as you've learned them from other people. And, and it's, it's when you get around and you have that support. And that's why we have this show. That's why we learn things for better, from worse, from our social media groups and mm-hmm. our peer groups in the, the kink lifestyle. And I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know why we went off on this uh, giant tangent, but I think it's, <laughs> it's very healthy. And I'm real proud of you uh, for, for uh, having a very pretty healthy first year with, with your guy. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And, you know, we'll see what the future goes, but you know, there's plenty of work that still needs to be done to get to happily ever after, but we're willing to put into work. So. Well, happily ever after doesn't exist 
outside oh, of this moment. The cynicism. <laughs> well, it doesn't. I was just going to segue into the next segment, but fuck that shit. You just made it come back. Happily ever after doesn't exist. You're in your happily ever after. True. This is it. You make that happen right now. And of course, maybe there's a future and things you're going to plan. We're going to go this and here and maybe move in and whatever. Uh But the happily ever after is right now. And you have had 365 days of a good amount of happily ever after because you worked on it. These 360, you're not waiting for it. You're not, there's no see what happens. This is the moment we exist in right now. And you've put in the work on today and Donis has put in the work on today. And so you're happily ever after. Esta hora. There. I said it. That life is a funky, kooky, naughty, kinky place with no shortage of cockshot avatars and chicks with cum all over their face. Yeah. And they got groups and events and shit like that if you're interested. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. So we have a wonderful post from Spanish Red. She's one of our people who's given us blanket permission to read her post. So thank you very much for that. I want to be a blanket over Spanish Red. Oh, so do I. That's what I Cuddle want buddies. to be. I want to. <laughs> well, hey, look, you look, let's it'd be weird. I mean, I'll tag team her with you. Okay. I would. I I would. I think we'd have a great time. You guys could double into dildo. Ooh, I'm going to come in go. and do some stuff, but. I think it might be a little weird. So we could take turns. Yeah. We could. I mean, let's figure out, because she's never going to listen to the show, by the way, so we can totally <laughs> sexually harass her. Because she is hot. Yeah, we'll have to kind of tag in and out of the room, you know, and I don't want to be in the room with, yeah. <laughs> I mean, or we hang a black sheet from the center of the room that kind of cuts her in half. <laughs> like, and it just lays on her tummy. And then we just switch. And then, like, I'll go, well, okay, that's going to be weird, too, because obviously you're going to eat her pussy, and you can't eat her pussy after I fuck her. Uh, And then that's going to be, you know what I'm saying? And then you're not going to want to kiss her mouth after I fucking mouth rape her. Thanks for ruining it. Just thank you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be considerate. Yep. So, yep. So we trying to clear my brain. (laughs) It's gonna, yeah. (laughs) Happy menthol day, bitch. Now you get to live my fucking ache. Why are you? Stop torturing me, (laughs) Jesus! The corpse flavor of boogie cum. I'm, I, I swear, oh, oh this God, is why I, I eat dinner before this. Jesus, I feel my, my dinner going up in the back so, of my throat. <laughs> so we'll just do it at different times. Spanish Red, if you're listening, um, you'll just have to have I'm a shower, sorry. a shower, a douche, <laughs> and maybe some uh, bleach uh, in between. Yeah, I was going to say Lysol, but yeah, bleach in between. Better. Yeah, We've gone off on a tangent, on a tangent, and a tangent. Can we get back to the FetLife post, please? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, before she, re- she rescinds her blanket permission. So thank you again to Spanish Red for giving us blanket permission. And we're sorry. Okay, so the post that uh, Boogie found actually is called BDSM is, and I'm going to read in a little voice, scary. When I was new to kink, I wasn't a brave sub. I was terrified of sadists, belts, being naked in public. 
fire, whip, flogs, blood clamps, and she just goes on like a list, like all run on sentence. I was scared of everything. That's why I prefer tops who had huge fluffy hearts, because with them, I've taken quite a few things off that scary list, but I still have a list. I prefer my BDSM wrapped up in a ton of cuddling. I don't care if you think I'm a crap masochist. If you're looking for one of those hot masochists who takes off her clothes at parties, she's over there. I'll be in this corner with my very ticklish cuddle dom friend. I only have one kink label, me. And part of it entails being scared. My entire kink journey has scared me. My first meetup with a kinky person, my first play party. Many of my fears were unfounded. My first play party felt like home within 10 minutes. My first DS experience was delicious. I once treated BDSM like a problem. Now I'm learning it's a journey not to be taken alone, but with friends who feel like home. I love this post. Oh my gosh. That's it a good is, one. It's a classic post from a woman that we would figure out a way to share sexually. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. You let that baby deer come to you. Like literally my <laughs> notes all start with that. You let that baby deer come to you. Come here. Because we've we've talked about this. I mean, this is this is how I learned how to be a top. And everyone comes for their own reasons, surely. And and she was very generous about saying there are different archetypes that come into this lifestyle. There are people that are masochists that want to come right in and do all the scary stuff. Right. And she was perfect. They're over there. Yeah. Go find them if that's what you're looking for. And that is an exciting place to be because that gives us, you know, if everyone came in here for the same fucking thing, would it really be that interesting? No, it'd be pretty boring. Yeah. I've learned so many things from the different things that I wasn't into than just the things that I was into. Like, I wouldn't be into a tenth of what I am now into if it had not been for all the different types of things that people are into that I wasn't. And like she said, some of those things came off the list, but I'll let you go first. Cause I have literally just pages. <laughs> when I started in the lifestyle now, now granted I grew growing up, I used to see it on TV movies, whatever. And I just couldn't understand the process of somebody likes being hit. They say they love it. Mm. And then I'm one of those people. I will put my hand up and say, yes, I'm one of those people that red 50 shades and the submission part really spoke to me. And that's when I started doing more real research about the lifestyle and watching kink education videos and reading. And I was just like, okay, now I get it. And at the same time I was kind of falling ass backwards into like, when I have multiple orgasms, I used to kind of like pass out for a little bit and I didn't realize that was subspace. And like, I put two and two together and said, oh, okay. And then playing around with, you know, biting and spanking and vampire, you know, and, and there were so many things on my list that I was like, nope, I will never do that. I saw vampire gloves and I was like, oh, no, you're get, you want to get leather gloves with metal spikes on my ass? No, thank you. And now it's like, yes, please. There are so many things, like she said, that were on my list as an absolute nope. But over time, watching people do scenes with it, getting more educated trying things out with people that I trusted, those things came off the nope list. And they're some of the things I absolutely love. That is an excellent story. And thank you so much for sharing that. That is, that is completely awesome because I completely agree 
with that process. And once again, it goes to that. You let that baby deer come to you. Um, because you can break someone so easy. And now we're, of course, talking from top to bottom masochist, but the same thing goes for new dominance. You can scare, yes. there is shit in there that I'm like, I'm supposed to be this. I go, I'm fucking, do, do, fucking, I don't know how to do that shit. I'm going to yeah. fucking kill someone. I'm going to go to jail. There's, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's things, um, different types of sadism, different, types of uh aggressive edge play and things attitudes demeanors as as dominance or tops that i'm just not into mm-hmm. and i'm like that's really not me i don't really i don't do a lot of protocols and a lot of speaking you know phase i i don't have a leather journey or a rope journey um so there's a lot of things that i'm like I'm scared of those things because I don't do those things. I don't want to hurt someone, blah, 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 whatever my thing is. So it goes the same for tops and bottoms, but oh yeah, in bringing bottoms into their whatever kink world, their kink awakening, because woke used to actually be a positive word. Now it's a fucking stupid, yeah. retarded word. Um, but you used to call it your kink awakening. And, right. and it was a healthy thing. And that is when you all of a sudden discover, just like you did by seeing other people play, that is one of the best ways to learn. If you have somebody that's new or you are new, just go watch other people that are really into that type of play, play and see the connection between them. Attraction is almost always the superior type of promotion attraction rather than telling someone no you need to do this and this is what you're going like look attraction works so much better good promotion allows the potential buyer to be in control and thus feel safer to develop the attraction some little note that i wrote because it's important when you take someone out of their comfort zone and they're scared Then they're defensive and their fight or flight is activated. Now, for some people, they want that fear. They want the dominant to come in and shake them up and break them. There are those people. There's a lot of those people that have come in, both male, female, doesn't matter. There are a lot of submissives that come in and want to just be told what the fuck to do, whether they like it or not. And that challenge is what gets them off. And then they get better that way. Most people I have found are not like that. Right. Most people have their their no list and their hesitations. But, of course, they want to learn. And, and most are like, well, you know, maybe I'll be into this someday. And maybe I fucking won't ever. And if you allow the person to feel safe in that limit, then... There are, uh, I have, oh my God, I have one good story. I have a butt plug story. And uh, there was once uh, in Pokemon Go, the only woman that I ever played with in Pokemon Go. She was on, she was on the show once. Uh, She was here visiting and uh, she was a dominant and, but she was kind of switchy and we hung out one night while she was on vacation from far away. And, uh, 
and we had a wonderful time and explored these things. And, you know, and by three in the morning we were playing and doing stuff. I was doing stuff to her and she's like, oh, wow. And then, of course, it got very sexual and wonderful. And then she was kind of still in town for a couple more days and she came by to the show and she came by and she's like, no butt stuff, no butt stuff, no butt stuff, no butt stuff. I'm like, that is totally cool. Two of the three of the girls come over before the show and I used to keep uh, a box with baggies that had everyone's individual butt plugs in them Mm -hmm. and there were jeweled butt plugs. And I remember, I'll never forget it. It was a great example of this. So I'm putting the butt plugs in the girls. They're all, we want to wear our butt plugs. And then I started putting the sparkly butt plugs in. And that lady was there. Mm-hmm. And she's watching and we're giggling and I'm teasing with it. And I'm doing it like gentle and they're getting turned on. And then, of course, I'm sure Mew grabbed a fucking Hitachi and made herself come. Um, you know, like it became sexy. And by the third fucking butt plug that went book and sparkle, I look over at the look on this woman's face. <laughs> and she looks at me and gets coy, which was funny because she was kind of a badass. She gave like a coy character and she's like, I I want a sparkly butt plug. <laughs> You let that baby deer come to you. Uh-huh. Let her come to you. God damn it, she did get a sparkly butt plug. Yes. To take with her. One of the things I uh, <laughs> One of the things I loved about her post is when she threw down that line of I have that one kink label, me. Mm. And it's just her like I know we were talking about like submissives being scared and dominance being or tops being afraid to do stuff but this is where i'm gonna throw down my public service announcement to pretty much anyone who walks in this lifestyle if you have somebody who walks up to you and says ah you shouldn't be scared of that fuck you and the horse you rode in on you are allowed to be scared of something now you have to determine whether it's going to be rational or irrational fear it's going to be irrational fear that you don't want to deal with or rational fear of, okay, let me get educated on this thing. And maybe the fear will go away. Maybe not. But you know, there are so many people that come around and say, Oh, you shouldn't be afraid of that. That's easy. And it's just like, no, you're allowed to have fears and it's your decision whether or not, whether you want to face it or not. And sometimes some of the best things I've ever done is when I faced those fears and said, Oh, that was actually kind of cool. Well, I think that's the difference. I mean, we have terms for it in this lifestyle. These are lifestyles. In this lifestyle, we have what are called hard limits and soft limits. And you explain soft limits. Soft limits are things that you might be curious about, but maybe you're afraid of and you're going to learn more. And hard limits are like, no, I actually don't want to do that. I have no connection to that. I have no attraction to that. I don't want that done to me. And I don't want to do that to someone. And that is like you said, that's the me part. And that's what makes the lifestyle fun. It also leads me to my public service announcement, which is why I am not into monogamy. It takes away all the stress. If one partner doesn't like something I really like to do, then perhaps the other partner does. Yeah. And I can explore that with that person. And then it doesn't bring up as many feelings because 
they're like, good, fucking glad. Now you're not looking at me all sad because you can yeah. never do this thing that you love again. You found someone that you can fucking do it with. Fucking good luck on that. So, uh, so once again, for me, there is, a, but if you are monogamous, then that's the other public service announcement is that you may have to sacrifice some things for that relationship. Yeah. That may yeah. be just a reality. You can't just bully someone constantly. We've said this message over and over. You can't expect to bully someone into a kink that you like and expect that that relationship is going to be healthy and that that's going to somehow always work out for you. Because it can end the relationship. Yeah. So you yeah. may have to just do the math and say, well, I get this good, this good, this good, this good, this great, this great, this great out of this relationship. So if I have to sacrifice not doing this thing anymore so I can be in this monogamous relationship with this person, if you're a monogamous and they're monogamous, then that's the way it has to go. Yeah, there's there's been plenty of times when I was poly that, like you said, I was able to get multiple needs met by multiple guys. But when I decided to settle back into monogamy, I had to be okay with letting certain things go. And it really was relationship dependent because some guys I would do some things with, other guys I would do other things with. And it's just sitting in that monogamy saying, what is more important to me, the relationship or the kink? There are certain kinks that I would definitely let go and go, eh, I don't have to do that. And there's other ones I'm like, no, these are kind of deal breakers. But along the way, um, getting like we've all said before, getting educated, facts are your friends when it comes to, if you decide you want to face these fears, facts are going to be your friends. And this is another public service announcement where I was going to say, go plug into your community. Talk to people who are doing these things, especially uh, if you got events in your area. They do things called tasters, which I know they do up by you or by us. We call them exploration stations where they have these parties where multiple people will be like Doc's doing a whip station at our next exploration station where if you want to try out whipping, he'll show you the correct way, the wrong way, what to look for, how to try it out. You could try things out in a safe environment and then decide, okay, I want to conquer this fear or mm, no, that's still too scary. I don't want to do it. And that's perfectly fine. But plug into your community, plug into your friends, talk with people and just see, make the decision whether or not if you want to just leave that on your hard limit list or if it's a soft limit, you don't have to conquer your whole soft limit list at once. Pick one or two at a time and just kind of go from there. I absolutely agree. And I also want to say, uh, just to springboard off the fear thing. It's not always just a fear. It could just be something you're just not into. Yes. And I, and I surely don't want people to think that you're not a good person. If you don't face your fears, I have a million fucking phobias, fears, paranoias, and crazinesses that I will. I just don't see a benefit to oh, walking into that. Yeah. Every fear is not meant to overcome. Of course, yeah. And yeah. every fear is not. Some of those fears are actually pretty good. That's why you have a fear of them because they yes. protect you from harming yourself or doing something that will cause you or somebody else harm. So I don't want you to think that that makes you a weak. Like, oh, it's okay. No, not at all. You're not. You're not. You're not willing to face your fears. That's that. That's not what this is about. No. You don't have, there's, it, there may not even be a fear. It just may be, you don't want to do it. 
Right. But but don't think you're uh, everyone has fears and everyone just about everyone has unresolved fears unless you're a clinical psychopath. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I said before. It's just it, if you have this fear in you and whether it just be fear of the unknown or fear of, no, I really don't want to do this. It, and and it, it, fear could just lead into like absolutes of, no, I don't want to do this. You are 100 percent allowed to have that, whether you're top, bottom and any anyone in this in this lifestyle, you are allowed to have that. And you make the decision of whether or not you want to face it or if you just say, you know what, this keeps me healthy and sane. I'm going to keep it. Fair enough. Fantastic. Fantastic post from a fantastic hot lady. Oh, and by the way, shameless plug for us. Um, if you guys ever see a FetLife post that you think would be a great topic for the show, you can go ahead and tag us in it. You could just put the at symbol and perverted podcast, and that'll get our attention where we can kind of look at the post and see if it might be something good for the show, get some permission from people. doesn't matter how long or short it is. Some of the, the greatest discussions we've had have been from really short posts. So just make sure you hit at perverted podcast, and that tags us and brings it to our attention. So please and thank you. Nice. I can fuck them on an island. I can fuck them on a cloud. I may never get to fuck a celebrity, but in my mind I can fuck them now. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, don't groan too much. Mmm. <laughs> what do I sound constipated? You no, know, it's it. You, you, mm. you, you started sounding a little sexual, and it's starting to get a little creepy. Mmm. <laughs> oh yeah. No. 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 Mmm. Well, this next segment, we had so much participation from our amazing perverted podcast yes. listeners that I went and did research on all of these to see who they were fantasizing mm-hmm. about. And uh, letting you know, Bath Girl, I saw some naughty pictures <laughs> that I uh, got a little uh, a little tingly in my bingly there. Oh, really? So uh, here's what we did. You know, celebrity fantasies, when we usually used to do it, would be like Path Girl and I or Kathy or I or whoever the host was. We would pick a celebrity and then write a filthy, dirty fantasy about that celebrity, Um, which I would love to bring back because it's wonderful to just think that somehow Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick would one day ever hear the filthiest things I said about them and be so completely offended uh about that but uh probably turned on aubrey would be turned on she's fucking hot hot. she wants me she's such a bottom it's so horrible to hear her talk because everyone all the emails that aubrey plaza gets i saw her do a thing where she read like i'm gonna read whatever they send me and all these guys are like you can stab me you can stomp on me you can peg me you can kick me in the balls whatever and, like, every one of them is putting her in the fucking top. And she's not a fucking top. No, no not at all. She's, like, going, why are guys always saying this to me? And, you know, they want to cut you and you can kill me. And, like, they're just, like, literally saying all this shit. And at the end, she's like, I, I want those things, too. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! Ah! Aubrey! Come to me! Come to me! I will step on you and cut you with knives and light you on fire and do horror. I am, ah, 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 poor Aubrey. But I put a question out into our perverted podcast FetLife group page. 
What celebrity would you want to spank or be spanked by? Yes. And Path Girl are usually very dormant responses. Uh, came through in gangbusters. They blew up. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to put that. And some of these responses, I was like, oh, yes, I definitely agree. <laughs> so let's just go down the sure. list of what our fucking perverted, perverted, perverted podcast listeners want as far as their spanking. And uh, if they didn't give me permission, I just said anonymous. So the first one's anonymous. And they're like, just one? Okay. Then I'm going to have to go with John Ham. But he has to be wearing the Don Draper suit if he can put down the scotch and cigarette to have a free hand. Yeah, I had to look this. I have no he, idea. He was on Mad Men, it turns out. I had to look him up. I never watched Mad Men. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, uh, looking at his pictures, he's kind of sexy. So he was. Yeah, he was on Top Gun Maverick, the, yes. re, the recent one. And uh, yeah, handsome fellow. Mm-hmm. Apparently drinks a lot of scotch and smokes a lot. But uh, we got someone that wants to to get their fucking ass reddened by him. Miss Metal, ninety three hundred. Mm-hmm. This was a good one because yes. I had to look this up. I'd heard the name before, and I'm like, yes. who is it? And it's uh, Sexy Yama, which is uh, Yoshihiro Akiyama, yes. who's a yes. big martial arts guy. Yeah, a uh, big like super like one of the most popular Japanese Korean mixed martial arts guys. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. He's like, he's a badass. And uh, after seeing him slap his opponent in Physical 100 on Netflix, I've got a soft spot for the man. Oh, I bet <laughs> they have a soft spot for the man. So, uh, yeah, he's called Sexy Yama, which I actually just before I had to come here, I mm. saw a post where he said that embarrasses him or something. But <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read it. You know, shut up, dude. If you're hot, I fucking hate that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to talk shit because he beat the fuck out of me. But yeah, I'm just going to say, if people find you sexy, don't be shy. Just yes. no one's ever fucking thought I was sexy boogie off. <laughs> so fucking just own it. You're hot. Fucking chicks want to fuck you. Dudes want to fuck you. Everyone wants to yes. fuck you. Just celebrate it a little bit. Yes. Timid Faye would not mm. have expected this one. But I loved it. Timid, timid Faye, who want, who do you want to spank or be spanked by? Alice Cooper, for sure. He may be older than my general age bracket, but goddamn, does he look good in leather pants. No, she does have a point. I mean, Alice Cooper is, you know, I mean, for 75, he looks pretty damn good. And considering how much he toasted himself with drugs and alcohol back in the 60s and 70s, but... You know, maybe it's the whole, you know, the kink vibe wearing on the leather and stuff. But, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't turn that away. I wouldn't turn that away. Alice Cooper, for those of you that don't know, for our younger fans that don't know who Alice Cooper is, Alice Cooper led the way to freak shows yes. on stage. Like, it was the dark makeup, goth, mm-hmm. rock and roll, like, you know, monsters, horror like it just extreme stuff all of these crazy stories of this you know some of them are folklore with blood yeah. and spit and you know all of these things but this guy was a pioneer of gore horror and wild stage yes. shows that had never been done before yes. he is a legend yes. of like you know bands like Marilyn Manson and just i mean an endless amount of newer artists like 
you just see the progress. Like this guy is one of the godfathers of shock rock. Oh, yes. And uh, school's out for summer and cold ethyl, which is basically about fucking a, a dead chick. <laughs> and you're like, just so, or uh, only women bleed. Yes. Uh, so many good which, songs. Which is just this beautiful, sappy song that was in the 70s, but it's basically talking about women's menstrual cycles. Um, like this guy was a fucking legend. So, uh, so great choice. Didn't expect to hear that one. Yeah, I remember seeing, wait, wait. I remember seeing oh, Alice Cooper on the Muppet show when I was a kid saying, who the hell <laughs> is this guy in all this makeup? And then fast forward 10 years later, I start getting into hard rock and heavy metal and schools out and welcome to my nightmare. I'm like, oh, it was that guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I saw that episode. I wow. remember that episode. Fuck yeah. Fucking Alice. Uh, Enigma, our lovely magical Enigma, I had to jump in and just said, just so many. But because I have her on my mind, Jerry Ryan. Oh, my God. I would lick that woman upside down and sideways and take the prosthetics off her face. Good God. Seven Woo! of nine, Star Trek yes. Voyager. Seven of nine. And uh, then she did, the- didn't she? I didn't see all of Picard, the series, yes. but she was on that, right? Yes, yes. Actually, she was on. I, I, I don't remember if she came in, in in the end of one or the beginning of two. But oh my god! Especially the woman has not aged. I mean, she's just she looks so much better with age, and it's just like they had her in those like like tight uniforms when she was on Voyager and they first introduced her character. But yeah, now on Picard, she's an absolute badass. She's four months older than me. She was born in '68, just up. like me, and looks significantly better. Than and, me. And, and the woman has not had work done. I mean, just, oh my God. Yeah, she's oh. great facial features. She's just a gorgeous woman. People fucking love yes. her. I can see why Enigma would want to probably do everything with that woman. But just now, I mean, just let's go back. We've read some names, but now just picture this is somebody that you're going to have either bend you over and start swatting your ass. Oh. Or you're going to be the giver of those swats to that. And I could definitely see me joining Enigma in separate rooms. Uh, <laughs> so we're getting get the black sheet out. Get the no, get the I black could, sheet out. I, I could see believe it or not, I, I haven't I've only been topped by one woman, but I could definitely see her topping me and I would just fucking love it. Oh yeah, oh. there's some good ones. Oh my god. Pintrellis, go with this one. Here's a, yes. a blast from the B, the B genre uh, past. Julie yeah. Strain, Pintrellis, yeah. our lovely Pintrellis, was yeah, like Julie Swain up. switching between who spanks who. She's like the B. She's like a, a porny B queen, heavy metal 2000, yeah. Space Girls in Beverly Hills. She was a mm-hmm. penthouse pet of the month in the yes. early, early 90s. And I will say, just for research purposes, I might have typed in uh, Julie Strain naked. She died. She died a, a couple years ago, I think. Oh. But because uh, she was like 58, whatever. That's mm. that's old. That means I have three more years until I die. Um, <laughs> which is longer than I ever expected to make it. But yeah, she was uh, she was a sexy a sexy thing. I got super tingly looking at all that. She had that 80s fucking girl heavy metal 
uh, kind of look. It was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, look up uh, Julie Strain. Yes. Now I want to watch Space Girls in Beverly Hills. I don't think I ever saw that. I love, <laughs> I love B movies. As long as there's boobs in them, I mm-hmm. love them. They are hilarious. Paddle Bob came in with a strong. I gotta say, we we depend on Paddle Bob. He is literally mm-hmm. part of the backbone of this show, as far yes. as listeners go. And he came in, Sophia Margarita Vergara. Oh. What a I, bum yeah, to yeah. spank. Oh. Good choice. Good yes. choice, PB. Good choice. I'm going to tell you a story about Sophia Vergara. Every time I saw that name while she was coming up and getting famous and whatever, every time I saw that name, I was like, I thought I was seeing Soft Viagra. (laughs) Because Soft Viagra was a thing. They had the Viagra pills and then they had the chewables that they called Soft Viagra. And her name was everywhere. And I kept thinking that it's like, am I being spammed? With all this soft Viagra <laughs> shit. Because you're not blind. Yeah. And I would see it all the time. And I'm like, oh, no, it's Sophia Vergara, who is super. If you've seen her, obviously, she's gorgeous. Obviously, she has a Latin thing. She's super funny. She's total snarky brat shit talker. She, uh, oh, my God, just to bend her over and fucking stuff a cock in her mouth. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, crack some jokes now, young lady. Oh, she's awesome. Okay. Mm. Okay, here's where Unger confused me. Uh-huh. By the way, Unger, get the fuck a hold of me and get back on the show. We've, we haven't done a segment in a while. Unger jumps in with confusion, as Unger often does. Do they need to be living or do we have a DeLorean? And I like type in DeLorean and I'm like, I like maybe that's some code name for some dominatrix or I don't know. And all that comes up is John DeLorean from the car. Like DeLorean, like at Back to the Future, the car, the DeLorean. I'm like, does Unger want to be, does Unger want to be spanked by John DeLorean or like, like when he got busted with 55 pounds of cocaine? Remember that? That was the 80s, early 80s. This guy, big car maker, made this super fancy car that everyone loved because it was the first time doors like opened from the side and just went into the air. And that was the DeLorean. And then he got embroiled in some fucking 55 pounds of cocaine found on him. And he went through years. He got he didn't get convicted. But uh, that's the guy you wanted to get spanked by, Unger? Just asking. I mean, I mean, he was powerful for a while. Uh, I don't think that's what he meant, but okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Clarify that. Squid pie. Okay. Squid pie, who by the way is gorgeous, fucking gorgeous. Oh, yes. oh my god. Uh, would love to be spanked by Megan the Stallion. No. They ah, uh, I feel she. It, have you ever seen? The WAP video? Yes, yes, yes. Wet ass pussy, Cardi B, Megan the Stallion. Mm -hmm. I feel she'd be a great top with an impactful yet comforting hand. She'd be a tease too, I feel. Oh, yeah. 
wet ass pussy. I mean, she did a lot of songs, but yeah. that was the first one she did that yeah. she featured on the Cardi B track, and that was obviously. If you haven't looked up WAP Cardi B, yeah, and Megan the Stand, it it is, it is just free, free mental joy. Yes, free pervy <laughs> mental joy. Rap videos notoriously are the most wonderfully sexualized, shaking ass, gorgeous celebrations of mm-hmm. sexuality that there are. Of course, there's a lot of protests against that, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Fucking go watch WAP. Oh, good choice, Squid Pie. Yes. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Okay. It's a good list. Yes, this is yeah. a good list. What I'm hoping is happening, because there were so many, and I'm reading them all, because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. We don't have participation all that much, so when they do, I want to validate everyone. And yes, also, definitely. I want to... It's fun, because we get to introduce like all these people I looked up, and then you may find that you're new fans. Like You may all of a sudden become a Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion uh, fucking fan, or you know, look up Julia Strain, or whoever that chick was, or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julia, Julie Strain. Um, like it's kind of fun to see what other people fantasize and then try to get what right. they're talking about. Zarathos, uh, spank Shakira, spanked oh, by definitely. Shakira. Hell yeah! Because <laughs> her hips don't lie. Good grief. Her hips don't lie. She sings like she's having a seizure, but. Uh, <laughs> She's got that shaky voice like fucking Eddie Vedder oh, and uh what who is got it? That shaky ass. Who is it fucking Stevie Nicks and uh but uh I love her but yeah what a fucking great ass. What a great ass. I don't I laughed. I fucking laughed at this one and it was anonymous mm-hmm. and it had a big exclamation mm-hmm. point at it. Tom Hanks. Hey, your kink's not my kink but hell, you want Tom? Go for Go, it. Go Woody. Go, Woody. She could have a friend in me. <laughs> oh! Oh! Uh, oh! Those the jokes, folks. Path Girl. That was a good <laughs> joke. That is a good joke. Good, quick joke. Ah, uh, oh, she could have a friend. That's a good fucking. God, I got shown up on this fucking show. Ta-da! <laughs> true Tom Spank, true, true Tom Hanks Spanks story. That uh, is why uh, you will never be spanked by Tom Hanks because he is, in fact, a giant wafting fucking pussy. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it, and I love Tom Hanks. I've watched every movie. I love him as an actor, but he mm. let down the Spanko community. Let mm. us down. Let us down, Path Girl. I don't know if I've ever shared this, but I'm sharing it now. Here is the failure that is fucking Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was doing uh, a press junket with Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Do I need to say that again? Halle Berry. Mm -hmm. In top ten hottest fucking actresses, most beautiful actresses. Mm In the history of action, in my in my list, doing a press junket with Halle Berry, and I guess it was around election time or something. 
and fucking Tom Hanks is like telling people, you better vote, go vote. You better go vote. Mm. Doing that Woody fucking voice. You better right. go vote. And Halle Berry's being playful and whatever. And he's like, you better go vote or I'm going to give you a spanking. I'm going to give you a spanking. And Halle Berry's laughing and the host is laughing and he's like, you better go. Are you going to do it? I'll give you a spanking. And then he goes to Halle Berry. I, I swear to you, you fucking motherfucker. You fucking failure motherfucker. Points mm-hmm. to Halle Berry. You better vote or I'll give you a spanking. Halle Berry fucking calls his bluff, stands up, sticks her ass, that magical fucking Halle Berry ass right in him and goes, oh, you should give me a spanking. That is consent. That is an invitation. Mm-hmm. That is. Oh, yeah, I know. And he dropped the ball like a bad teenage anime male character and literally just went, oh, oh, oh no, no, <laughs> and shied away. From Halle Berry's fucking ass. Open invitation to spank it. And, uh, he missed it. He missed it. That's his loss. You failed. You fucking failed me. <laughs> Every spanko in the fucking world in that moment. Just Tom Hanks. Three Oscars. Fucking giant pussy. You failed. <laughs> failed. Fuck you, Tom Hanks. Fuck you. <sighs> All right, two more. <laughs> yes. Actually, I think we only got one more. One more. Chaos. <laughs> Fuck Tom Hanks. God damn it. She literally put her ass. Okay. We get it. <laughs> Chaos Love Affair. Hands down, Maria Brink. Oh. Hell, I don't like being spanked, but I'd let her spank me. Oh, Fuck yeah. Do you know oh, you know who she, she is, is, right? Oh, I love in this moment. She's the lead singer for in this moment. I've been listening to them for since they started. I mean, never mind the fact that she's just dropped dead fucking sexy. She's super but especially sexy. look at any of her videos. I mean, she kind of goes for the Lady Gaga vibe right. where she does a lot of scene changes. I mean, I've seen her a couple times in concert with the band and she does a lot of like theatrical stuff, but just go watch any of the in this moment videos. Uh uh Sick Like Me, whore um oh my just oh my god she's just oh my god she's so fucking yummy yeah yes, she's pretty i watched the sick like me video today uh yes. checking out because i had never i had never really i think i'd seen clips or heard of it yeah but uh and i was like oh okay, i can uh, oh yeah i get it yeah 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 i get it it was very very technical very uh matter of fact watched about six minutes of the video and all of her amazingness and i'm like okay i could see I could see. Yeah, she's 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 got an amazing voice too. I mean, she's an amazing singer. Yeah, it's fucking great, great band, really solid yeah. band, great songs, and uh, Maria Brink. I never knew, never knew. It was yes. fun. It was fun. I'll have to go listen to some more videos, and but I wouldn't let her spank me <laughs> because that's a question that gets yeah, yeah. asked a lot. To wrap this up, that's a question that gets asked a lot. Um, it's like, oh, like you're a top. Well. If a totally hot chick, a totally gorgeous chick, if this celebrity, if that celebrity wanted to spank you, 
you do it right because you get to be with that totally amazing chick and i i've always been confused by that mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah i guess if if you're a switch then then that's yeah you know, that's that fuck yeah or if you're a bottom that that's absolutely yeah but there's never been a star i don't like to bottom i don't want a bottom right so it wouldn't it wouldn't be anything i would enjoy even if it was like somebody famous or somebody that i was really attracted to so I'm like, no, I, I really wouldn't. I mean, obviously, yeah. if if this chick said, hey, I want you to do things to me, then yes, yes, oh, I will. Yeah. That is absolutely true. But yeah, I've never had that, that like, oh, I would switch. Like, who would you be gay? Like, what, you know, who would you be gay for if if you could? And I, I'm like, I don't want to make that choice. I mean, the day I want to yeah. suck a dick, I'll go suck a dick. I'm not going to ask yeah. anyone's permission. I'll just fucking go do it. But, uh, yeah, they don't convert me. Fucking great list, though. Yes. Thank you guys so much. for, for the, And the list was all over the place. So definitely thank you guys so much. We love when you guys jump in like this because it makes the conversation a lot more lively. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a marathon. <laughs> And that is the end of show 378. Thank you for joining us. If you have questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or find us on TikTok and Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And as Boogie just said, on FetLife, there is both a group and a page. You can support us by for free by hitting the like or subscribe button on whatever app you're listening to us on. It really does help us get promoted on podcast platforms and help other kingsters like you find us. If you'd like to do some more to help out the show, please go to perverted, uh, sorry, patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast and sign up for our five bucks if you give a fuck level to get the show a few days early. Lots of behind the scenes stuff and our half PP episodes, which have been rolling on great. And of course, love and smushy kisses to all of our patrons around the world. Your support means the world to us. Love and mushy kisses, and now pass. Smushy kisses. Smushy kisses. Smushy kisses. I'm still. Wait, who are we sharing? Spanish red. Sorry, I'm going back to it. I'll give her smushy kisses. You give Spanish red smushy kiss. You know what? Why don't you go ahead and take her first? <gasps> oh, you do like me. Take her first, because I'm gonna fucking wreck that bitch afterwards. <laughs> and uh, so get in there. Janice Joplin used to do that famously. She used to send, she used to send her friends in to fuck the guys and say, "Go warm them up for me." <laughs> Some rock and roll folklore for you. All right, all right. How about this? You can have Spanish red. I'll go back and take Maria Brink. Cause, oh my god! Oh wow! You just literally <laughs> threw Spanish red under the bus. Oh uh, well, if it's a choice between Spanish red and Maria Brink, oh, oh god, it's that's a really hard decision. You can't. Oh. That's not a win-win. <laughs> You have to be able to... Path Girl, let me teach you game. You don't ever do that out loud. You do that in your mind. Yes. You still let them know, oh my God, what an amazingly tough decision. I couldn't possibly make that decision. I said it was a tough decision. No, no, you don't say... But you made the choice. You don't do that live. You say, I I don't know. I'm just going to have to go think about this. And then you secretly go call them both. Uh, 
typical male. Uh-huh. God damn yeah. it. Well, you have no game. Yes. Well, you know what? The only way I can end this show now is by playing you my next big hit song called uh, GBA. Assassin! Assassin! 